0: This is As Told by Sherelle, and this is your podcast for self discovery and inspiration through storytelling. Each week, you will hear a new guest and hopefully walk away with something that helps enlighten your journey. I hope you enjoy. Thank you for joining me, and remember stop chasing tiaras and be the crown. Jeanette Chandler is a fitness guru that shares her experiences about the importance of exercise, discipline, and what it means to be fit. Interestingly, the principles that are required to be fit can easily be applied to other areas of our lives. It's called balance and commitment, and it is not to be ignored. Jeanette Chandler. Yes. What is your story? Why fitness and nutrition?
1: Oh gosh. So my story started actually when I was a little girl, 12 years old and looking at all of the magazines and TV shows. I'm like, I don't look like that. I'm not skinny. You know, at that time I felt like being skinny was defined as being beautiful. And I think a lot of young girls of African-American descent feel that way because they don't see us on TV as much. And I think that kind of started a little bit of a brain trigger for me that I needed to be healthy and fit. Um, and so when I started at, at 12 years old, I started dieting and I just started wanting to be skinny. And I knew that you could always control what you put in your mouth, <laughs> right? So um so yeah, at 12 years old, started dieting and exercising. And then in um high school, I took a, a class that really focused on fitness and nutrition, and I was hooked. And went to college, got my master's in nutrition, became a dietitian and uh started working. And from there, after I had my son, I think it really just kind of honed in for me. And I knew what the mother was like as far as um you not having time for yourself and um, just making everything else a priority over yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's when Fit with Jeanette really started. And I wanted to help other moms feel amazing and comfortable and know that they could do exercises, eat healthy and have a lifestyle that fits around being a mother.
0: So how do you juggle the expectations of being a mom, a fitness guru, expert in the field of nutrition and fitness, how do you make all of, how do you manage it to make it run smoothly so that your clients feel like it's something they can achieve too?
1: Um, Great question. I think for me, it's all about trying to find balance. And it really is also about mindset. Um, So for me, I think Early mornings, late evenings <laughs> is when I get most of my stuff done. Mm-hmm. So 4 a.m. wake up calls. That's business time. That's time for myself um, before I get Justin to school and before my husband wakes up for work. And then when my husband is um, at home, um, I spend time with him. And then once he goes to bed, a couple hours in the evening, just making sure that I'm always um you know, up to par on what's new in nutrition. So again, it's just those pockets of time is where I try to find the most balance. Right.
0: What's the major focus area um, or problem area for
1: clients that you have? Most people say, well, there's there's two actually. Mm. One is time, mm. and two is how do I flatten or what can I do to help my midsection. Mm those are the, the two that I get asked and what my client's um, concerns are the most the challenges.
0: So what is your advice for time? I mean, you have a great system, um, but how do you plan out how to manage time? Cause I struggle with that too. I always want to do everything, but you have a limited amount of a week hours and you just have to kind of squeeze it all in. So what do you say?
1: so i always tell my clients you have 30 minutes a day Mm -hmm. so it's up to you to decide how you're going to utilize your 30 minutes are you going to schedule it like an appointment which Mm -hmm. i always tell my clients if you schedule it like an appointment that you can't miss then you'll never miss it right Uh, i also say you have to find the time that's most convenient for you so if that means you getting up 10 minutes earlier then that's what you need to do. If that means going to bed 10 minutes later, then that's what you need to do. But you have to find the 30 minutes and I always say 30. And the reason why I say 30 minutes is because out of 24 hours, Mm -hmm. you can make time to meditate, breathe, exercise, and eat healthy within 30 minutes. It's possible. You just have to schedule it According to what works for you. And I find that most moms, either they have to do it either early in the morning or later in the evening, which I tell them all of my clients. If it's an appointment, then you know that appointment time, you have to work around that appointment time. True. Just like you do with your job, your job, you have scheduled meetings all day, every day. Then that's a scheduled meeting for yourself every single day. And you will find the time to work around that because it's scheduled.
0: So I know fitness is really about discipline. At the end of the day, it's the consistency mm-hmm. that actually ends up with the results that you desire. But what else do you think people maybe don't understand or don't think about when it comes to fitness
1: and nutrition? Um, I think people don't understand that it's really not a job. People get so caught up in it being so hard. I can't do it. Um, It just doesn't work for me. Um, So it really is a switch in the mindset. It's not a job. It is something that helps you to be a better version of yourself. It helps with your mind. It helps with your body. It helps with your spirit. It, It helps your overall well-being as a person. Right. So I always tell my clients, it's not a job. It is absolutely necessary that you take this time for yourself in order to be the best boss, the best person, the best mom, the best dad. You know, the, just the better version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always tell them not to think of it as a job, but think it a, think of it as something that's helping you and your family.
0: True. Mm-hmm. So kind of going back to your story about your childhood you have always kind of had an investment in being healthy and fit. Mm-hmm. But how has your mindset around this fitness, nutritional world, how has it changed and evolved over time? Um,
1: I think for me, it's, it's more of being accountable, for one. And it's more, for me, a habit and something that i absolutely have to do on a daily basis no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um and so i think the shift in my my mindset is the fact that this helps to improve my spirituality and it helps to improve me as a person. Mm-hmm. So that shift has been a major one for me. I don't think of it like you you know like we just you know talked about before as a job but more as a Uh, mental like a spiritual shift Mm -hmm. for me and that has been a huge huge um, change for me as far as how I exercise why I exercise and how I motivate and inspire people has completely changed
0: that's a good segue so what what does a workout with you look like or how does it change when you're doing something for yourself versus when you're doing it with a client
1: so there really isn't a difference because the same amount of passion and energy that I give to myself, I give to my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing that I've always prided myself on is being consistent. What do I want my clients to experience? And I want them to experience what I would do for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the workouts are really geared towards t- basically torching calories in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. They're not easy at all. And I tell my clients all the time, you've been comfortably comfortable all of this time. Now it's time to get you uncomfortable and you have to get comfortable with that. Wow, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, Because you can't grow in comfort zones. And that's what they're so used to. They're so used to just being comfortable and getting frustrated with not seeing changes because they haven't pushed themselves out of their comfort zone. So I always tell them, this is going to be very uncomfortable, and I need you to get comfortable with being uncomfortable if you want to see changes. Um, and so the workouts are really geared towards being basically uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And I, and I say that in the nicest way. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, there there's something to be said about having mind over matter, right? Yes,
1: exactly.
0: Um, that mental strength is important. As long as you don't push it too hard, you got to exactly. know your limits. Too. Exactly,
1: exactly. Safety is always important. Exactly. <laughs>
0: So what do you value more, enthusiasm
1: or the hard work? Um, I, They're, to me, equally the same. Okay. I love very enthusiastic people because people who are enthusiastic are willing to change. Right. And I also feel like people who are enthusiastic are willing to put in the work. True. Um, so I value them both the same. Um, and so, yeah, there really is not a big difference between the two for me. Mm-hmm
0: when's the last time you reflected over your growth um and let me back up how Mm -hmm. long have you been doing this type of work like I know you've been in fitness your whole life and Mm health but how long have you been working as a trainer
1: um I would say over four years okay Mm -hmm. and I think this year is when I really started to see my business sort of take off a little bit more Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been great <laughs> it's been a true blessing of all the hard work that I've done over the last four years um and I'm just truly excited for to see the
0: growth
1: mm-hmm. um so yeah I would say four
0: years for sure what can you attribute to that growth like what do you think was the defining piece or moment it was just like okay this this right here is what made the difference mm-hmm.
1: I think when I just started to relax a little bit more (laughs) and I just honestly I just gave it to God I said God this is the purpose that you have for me right I know that I am a vehicle for what you need me to do for women Mm -hmm. and so once I really once I really hit my brain and once I like really started to relax that's the moment when my business just said okay this is you're good
0: you did your work, and you now yes. time for everything to just, you know, for you to enjoy the fruits of your labor.
1: Yes, I respect yeah. that. Yeah.
0: So, how do you remain steadfast? Um, there's so so much competition, especially now in this day and age. Everyone wants to be healthy, yeah. um, and even more so in like this particular area that we live in, like DMV. Everyone is just like a health nut. It's crazy. Um, so, how do you remain steadfast in in your goals and kind of focus? on not deviating from your path when you know that there's so many other people doing um, not necessarily the same thing but they're on similar paths
1: yes that is such a great question because honestly before um, I would say like when I first started like three years ago like four years ago excuse me I used to get so caught up in comparing myself to other people, Mm -hmm. what everyone else was doing, what are all the new trends, what do I think people would want um, to see from me. Right. Um, And then one day I just decided, you know what, Jeanette, people don't follow you to follow other people. They follow you to follow you and what you can present and what you offer so I had to get real specific about what I wanted my customers to have the experience I wanted them to have and really just focusing on increasing my knowledge in nutrition and my knowledge in fitness and just saying, okay, what is it about me that makes me unique and just really started to hone on that versus comparing myself to other people. I literally just had to put my blinders on and just really focus on what I could present and what I could offer. And I think that is a, big downfall for a lot of us who are new to the business
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, because there's so much, like you said, and I think it really comes down to people don't buy from other people. They buy from you. They can buy products and services online, yeah, but people buy from you because they want something that you have. They mm-hmm. are connected to you. There's a, there's a connection emotionally to you that they have. And, and that to me brings so much more value.
0: That's that's real. I mean, there's this, like, I guess, theme of quality over quantity Mm -hmm. that I hear you speaking Mm -hmm. about. And I 100% agree. Um, And just just going back to what you said, I think that's really important to recognize that people follow you Mm -hmm. for you, not because they want to be connected to somebody else. Exactly. That's really smart. Mm -hmm. I think that, yeah, staying focused on that. So then, without giving away your whole recipe for success. Uh, what is it that makes you so unique? What is it? What is that thing that you hope that everyone gets from your experience that you can't get anywhere else?
1: Um, I think it's passion. Okay. Um, I'm very passionate about, about helping women be the best version of themselves. And the simple fact that I am a mom and I'm over the age of 40. Mm-hmm. So women can relate to the fact that you are a mom, you're over the age of 40 um, and that you're very passionate about what you're doing. There's no gimmicks with me. Either you're going to get where you're going to get from me or you're not. And I love that because right. I'm going to make you work hard. I'm not I'm not going to give you an excuse to why you can't do something. I'm going to tell you up front, this is what's going to happen. And this is what I need you to do. And these are my expectations from you. And to me, that is a big difference than some of the other trainers that I've, I've seen. Because I'm, I'm holding my... Clients accountable for everything, and I think that's really important.
0: Sure. Yeah. So, what's the best feedback you've received, um, or compliment you've received from a client you work with? Oh gosh, you're
1: gonna make me cry. Uh, <laughs> don't cry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Oh gosh. So, there's this, this lady who is a new mom. And I actually talked to her, actually this was recently and she just started crying over the phone and I'm like, oh my God, I understand I've been there. I felt her pain so much because I know what it feels like not being comfortable in your own skin. Mm -hmm. And she said, Jeanette, you are the only person who has really took the time to sit down and listen to me and really understand how I'm feeling. And she said, for that, I want to thank you. And again, I just started crying. (laughs)
0: Well, that is beautiful, though. I mean, and that just goes yeah. back to what you said about having something special that other people cannot provide. Exactly. Um, those relationships are definitely important, especially with fitness, because people are trusting you with their health. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you kind of touched on it just now, but how do you believe you inspire or influence your network of friends and family through the work that you do?
1: Um, I think um, it is really consistency. Uh, My friends always say, Jeanette, every morning, I know that you are going to do a workout video. (laughs) (laughs) That is going to, I'm going to, you know, at six o'clock in the morning, I know you're going to be up doing your your workout. And I think people are really inspired by consistency. Mm -hmm. I think people are inspired by people who actually do what they say they're going to do and actually. Yep. Yep it's so awful when you see people out there that promise a whole lot of talk and don't do what they say they're going to do. That's true. Um, so I think really, honestly, it's consistency. Um, and the fact that they see how hard I work. You know, I work early in the mornings. You know, I try to be the best mom and the best wife. And then I work in the evening. So I, I'm always thinking of, Family and clients, family and clients, family and clients, because I just want them to get the best experience and never have to worry about, um, not getting good service for me. Good service to me is like necessary. It's like the most important part of your business. Yeah. Quality service.
0: Well, there's a lot of giving in the work that you do, you know, in the different roles that you play. Right. Right. Yes, where do you find that space that you you feel like you know you can give to yourself, obviously like that's important, but then, like, what don't people see about or what don't people know rather about Jeanette that um you wouldn't mind sharing
1: a little bit more about? Oh gosh, I'm so sensitive <laughs> <laughs> really. Oh my God, I cry at everything. Okay, me too. Um, me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me too. I am such a crybaby. Oh, yeah. My husband tells me all the time. He's like, babe, you're just so sensitive. I am so sensitive and I love my friends. Okay. Yeah. I love my friends. My girlfriends are like the best thing that ever happened to me. I have six girlfriends. I can count them on one hand. Aww. They are truly the joy of my life. Mm-hmm. Those are my girls. We, you know, and we do so much together. Um, And I'm also, um, I'm just, I'm really like kind of like a a homebody. (laughs) I love movies. Uh Huge movie. I'm a sappy movie kind of girl. Okay. Um, And I love books. I love to read. So yeah, those are some of the things that people don't know. (laughs) You don't get to share as much, I guess, through the work that you do, right? That's cool though.
0: Yeah, I can relate to a lot of that real quick personal question yes um when it comes to being a homebody was it always that way or did it just kind of develop after like motherhood and you just found yourself more comfortable once you've created a space that you you love being
1: in yeah I think it's both because I was you know as you know I was a professional cheerleader for about five years right um and I traveled extensively so I really felt like I was more of a you know outward person Mm -hmm. and then I think Before I got married, I was, like, in the house all the time because I'm like, oh, I'm so sad. I'm not going to be, you know, get married. I'm already 35. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But then I think once my son came into the picture, I just started to get a little bit more comfortable in my own skin and just being happy with being with me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, after my son, I kind of changed. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. Well, yeah. then, my final question to you: um, Do you have any tips for people interested in breaking into fitness as more like, from the work side, but especially tips and advice for women um, mm-hmm. or women of color? You know, we can n- narrow it down even further. Do you have any tips that you think might be helpful um, because you've, you know, had a pretty extensive career in fitness um, and now as a trainer um
1: I would say that it does not matter what color you are you are still a woman you are still fabulous and you have the ability to be and do anything that you desire that's number one so don't ever let color discourage you Mm -hmm. you are fabulous the way you are and there is somebody out there who needs to see you who needs to hear you and needs to be touched by you. Right. That's number one, because there are not a lot of us that are visible, like some of those bigger trainers that you see out here. So don't let that discourage you either. Because again, even if it was just one person that you touched, you've touched a life. And that's truly a blessing. True. Truly a blessing. Um, um, my second advice would be to learn from someone that you completely trust, someone that inspires and motivates you study them like sliced bread, honestly, mm-hmm. like stalk them basically. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good advice. Have a mentor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Stalk them. Look at all their social media. Look at what what they're doing. Look at how they present themselves. Um, you know, just watch and see and study what they do and take some of that and put it into your own, you know, like your own flavor and, um, you know, just kind of go from there. Um, always have a, a, a direction. What direction do you want to go into? Be very clear about your vision. Your vision is going to be the big picture of what you want to accomplish And you have to be really clear on what that looks like. There can't be any like wavering with your vision. It has to be 100% clear. Okay. Um, That's, that's just really honestly, how you can stay focused is your vision and your why behind your vision. Like for me, it's family, Mm -hmm. my, my husband and my son are, and, and of course my clients is, is my why that is exactly why I do what I do every single day mm-hmm. It's because of them. Why is it that you get up every day to do what you do? Um, it's the, it's the driving force behind what you do. If that makes more sense.
0: No, for sure. Absolutely. Um,
1: and once you know what that is again, like with your vision and that in your heart and in your soul, what makes you do what you do, then that's to me when you have clear direction.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: On what you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I kind of lied. I said that was my last question, but <laughs> I have one more because you touched on something important. You know, this vision and being very like laser focused on what it is. How do you know that you've got to that point? Because that's I think where I trip up sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. I have a goal, and it's like, well, this connects to this opportunity, and then I can take that opportunity, and it lands me over here. So then sometimes trying to express what I'm trying to do doesn't sound very clear. So how do you know you've got to that point where it's like, this is exactly what I'm supposed to do. It, this is precise. This is it.
1: Yeah. Gosh, that is such a great question because there really is not a clear answer for that. Yeah. Because what you think sometimes is what you're supposed to do and what your vision is, um, what your purpose is. Sometimes sometimes, getting there is not exactly where you're supposed to be so for example like i know clearly what my purpose is but um but getting there um was not what i had envisioned in a way so sometimes god takes you and introduces you to different people that gives you different opportunities Mm -hmm. that you probably wouldn't have looked at before Um, but then it also is just that feeling once, you know, you kind of know, um, and so like you always be flexible, always be open-minded to know that, yes, this might be my vision, but maybe this is not what I'm supposed to do. So you just have to be open to it, but never lose sight of it, but just be open to other things and other opportunities that come to you, um, and see where those go. You just never know.
0: Okay yeah that's good advice yeah because yeah. like I said sometimes it's like you know what you want to do you know what the <laughs> end goal is and you have that vision but you're right sometimes it's not a direct path and you have to be flexible along the way stay focused yes. on the end goal <laughs> yeah. how life to take you you know through the roller coasters to get there I guess yes that's good advice yes well thank you so much for <laughs> interviewing with me can I get you to kind of share out where you are on social networks so people can find you and, you know, possibly stalk you and be inspired by your fitness <laughs> and nutrition.
1: Um, yes, you please please, please stalk me. <laughs> um, so I just launched a brand new website um, called Jeanette That's where you can sign up for my virtual boot camps. And you can get a five-day free meal plan and um, just get your health and fitness journey started. So you can just sign up right there on my website. You can also follow me on Instagram at Fit with Jeanette. You can also follow me on Facebook at Fit with Jeanette Chandler. That is my business page. Um, and I have a lot of good recipes and videos over there that can help motivate and inspire you as well. And um If you just want to chat with me, you can always just, again, go back to my website, leave me a message, and I'll be happy to um, get back in touch with you.
0: Well, thank you, Jeanette. Like I said, it's been a pleasure. Um, So keep in touch. Stay fit as you will and keep inspiring.
1: Thank you you so very much. I really appreciate you. And I'm so proud of you. Continue to do exactly what you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you.
0: All right. Have a good one. Okay,
1: you too. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to As Told by Sherelle. For more weekly stories, please subscribe to my podcast.